0: This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Thursday, December 1st. The runoff for the U.S. Senate is expected to cost taxpayers over $10 million in the Atlanta area alone and many millions of dollars more across Georgia. Critics of Georgia's runoff system say it's wasteful and unnecessary. Georgia is one of two states, along with Louisiana, that require a runoff after a general election when no candidate wins a majority of votes cast. A study by Kennesaw State University shows the runoff for the U.S. Senate two years ago cost $75 million across Georgia. Taxpayers pay for runoffs through property taxes to their county governments, which fund local election operations. Potential changes to runoff elections could be considered in next year's legislative session. An organization called Better Ballot Georgia is collecting voter signatures through an online petition to urge state legislators to pass a bill that would require instant runoffs. In other news, a judge ruled Wednesday that either state GOP chairman David Schaefer or 10 other Republicans who falsely purported to be Georgia's presidential electors must find new lawyers to represent them in the ongoing criminal investigation of what happened here after the 2020 presidential election. Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney issued his decision in response to a motion filed by Fulton County prosecutors that said two Atlanta lawyers could not jointly represent 11 of the 16 alternate GOP electors because potential conflicts of interest make such representation rife with serious ethical problems. Legal experts have said the DA's office may be trying to split up the electors' representation in order to offer deals to some but not to others. McBurney is overseeing the Fulton County Special Purpose Grand Jury investigating former President Donald Trump and his allies for allegedly meddling with the 2020 election. Fulton prosecutors previously notified all 16 of the GOP electors that they are targets of the ongoing criminal investigation and could face criminal charges. The 16 individuals cast Electoral College votes for Donald Trump in a committee room at the state capitol on the same day the official slate of 16 Democratic electors cast their votes for President Joe Biden on the Senate floor upstairs. Meanwhile, the 38-year-old Hapeville man who died following a struggle with officers in the Clayton County Jail Monday had been arrested after gaining access to secure areas of Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport without a ticket. According to the Transportation Security Administration, Terry Lee Thurman III got through airport security Sunday without showing proper identification while posing as an airport employee pushing a passenger in a wheelchair at the main security checkpoint in the domestic terminal. Thurman and the passenger in the wheelchair were both screened with TSA security equipment before entering the secure area of the airport. Police responded after a woman asked an employee at the Atlanta Bread Company on Concourse C to call 911. According to an Atlanta Police Department arrest report, the woman told police she was scared and that Thurmond approached her, made aggressive advances towards her, and followed her. And just days after the funeral for House Speaker David Ralston, his widow Cherie Ralston announced that she will run to succeed him in the Georgia House. Cherie Ralston said in a statement Wednesday that she's running to complete the unfinished work of her husband, both in the solidly Republican North Georgia district he represented from 2003 until his death, November 16th, and on the issue of mental health care. Cherie Ralston is well known in the Blue Ridge-based district she's seeking to represent and at the state capitol, both as David Ralston's wife and as the executive director of the Fannin County Development Authority. She was a frequent presence at the Speaker's side, including during the March vote by the House to approve his measure to expand mental health and addiction treatment programs in the state. David Ralston often said his wife pushed him to address the complicated issue. Governor Brian Kemp has set the date for the special election for January 3rd, and the winner will represent the district for the full 2023-2024 legislative session. Spoken Layer